Hey, babe, welcome to the She Factor podcast, a space where we believe empowered women empower women. We're here to inspire, encourage, and equip you to live your best life and find your purpose. Join me every week as we dish out real-life tips and tricks on all things juicy, inspiring, and educational, but of course, never boring. I'm Tori Ganahl, a millennial woman on my own journey to She, and your host of the She Factor podcast. Grab your favorite cocktail or Starbucks drink and settle in for real, raw, and hilarious conversations as we dive into what makes us as women unstoppable. Today, I have two very badass young entrepreneurs on the podcast, and um, their names are Samantha and Lauren. They have SNL Trends, which I'm so excited for y'all to hear about. Not only have they both made a huge name for themselves at a very young age, but they're taking their craft and they're giving back to others by teaching women how to be their best selves. I'll let them tell us a little bit more about their story, and it's an incredible journey of two young hairstylists seeing a need for education and that space to grow and develop other women. So um, it's just, I feel like, fits so perfectly with the message that we're trying to give across, and I'm really excited to hear more about it and just learn about all the amazing things you guys are doing. So let's start with each, I guess, of your guys' individual stories and how you got into this industry and craft. Wow, thank you for introducing us like that. You Hopefully made us seem so cool. Gave you justice. I love it. Yes, <laughs> I'm feeling very good about that. Well, I'm Samantha Lindsay. I'm the S in SNL Trends. And so I guess I'll start with my story. Yeah, you go. Sweet. So um, I got into the industry a little bit after Lauren. And I've known Lauren pretty much since the beginning of being in the industry. I actually met her like five weeks into cosmetology school. Holy cow. Yeah, because um, a teacher thought that we would get along really well and that we would like really help. um, Lauren would kind of help be like a bit of a mentor since she was just entering the working force. Um, Yeah. And I just kind of got into this industry because I had a passion for like just creative minds and I really loved fashion and I knew I wanted to do something that like coincided with that but wasn't necessarily actually clothing and so um, I feel like I have a unique story in that way of my parents actually pushed me to do hair. Where wow, I, you don't hear that too often. No, yeah, because a lot of parents like make you go to college first, want you to like try at an actual um, university where mine were like, hey, I don't think that would be the greatest fit for you. You are really creative and more hands on. Like, why don't you try out a trade? So I feel so grateful for them because if it wasn't for them, I think I might have like wasted some time like doing something I wasn't passionate about totally and you know everything just fell into place and I really love doing hair because I get to meet new people every day and and I get to do cool things um such as this yeah that's amazing I that is you're so lucky that you have that and that you kind of got to have that jump start to your career because I think there are so many women that have that waste time not just women everyone that waste time in their 20s trying to figure it out Yeah. And I mean, we've been teaching at beauty schools and we hear it a lot. And like even Lauren kind of, you know, got um, pushed into doing like a university when she's been wanting to do hair since she was little. Um, And my parents are so, so amazing. And I really don't think like I would have even considered doing hair if it wasn't for them. Yeah, that's incredible. Let's move on to you. (laughs) All right. I'm Lauren Wallen and I'm the Ellen SNL Trends. And I always knew I wanted to do hair like Ever since I was little, I would convince my sister, who was very much a tomboy, when we were growing up, to, like, let me give her makeovers. And I would choose, like, her favorite person that she was, like, into at that time and be like, oh, I'll make you look like her. Like, let (laughs) me, like, do it. And then she would eventually, like, give it and let me do it if I played, like, Hot Wheels with her after. (laughs) And so that's rare. It is. That's like, what sisters are for, right? Hot wheels and hair. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll name your guys' episode. Hot I love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That'd be yeah. so funny. So I like taught myself how to braid with her and all of that fun stuff. And then, like Sam said, I went to a university for two years and I was doing international business and fashion merchandising. Hmm. And I completed two years. And after that, I was like, screw this. Like I am not enjoying it. I'm just kind of like cruising through. And so I dropped out and then I worked two full-time jobs, both in fashion. And then decided one day after like six months of working full-time in two jobs 
that I was sick of it and I quit both like both wow. jobs the same day. Like I was Holy like, I'm cow. Talk out. About a culture shock. Yeah. Case system. Got rid of my condo, moved back in with my dad, and I was like unemployed for three months of just doing nothing. Like I was just like, what do I want to do? And then eventually my dad was like, get your ass off my couch. Like <laughs> either go back to Bye. school or do something. And so I finally was just like, I want to do hair. I've always wanted to do it. And I was, I grew up in Tucson, which is like a really small town outside of here. Yeah. And a college town. <laughs> Very much a college growing, town. I grew up in Boulder. And growing up in a college town is really hard when it you're is. not in that college. Especially with a really big family that everyone knows. Mm. Yep. My yeah. mom works for the university, so I can understand that. Yeah. Like <laughs> one of my best friends to this day, we have found out freshman year of college, she's been dating my cousin. What? And I had no clue. Oh, my God. So like... <laughs> I, Very funny. Okay, super side note, but this is so weird. So my grandpa does like is like super obsessed with like the whole ancestry stuff. When I was dating this guy in high school, he found out that we are actually both from the same town in Nebraska, which was a very small migrant town from Russia. They used to be German. He connected our families together, and we found out that we're, like, weirdly related. What? Oh, my gosh. That's, That's like something a- that would happen to my, my family, I feel like. For sure. That <laughs> would happen to Lauren's family. It's just like, ooh. ooh. Yeah. Well, it wasn't going to work out anyway, so, like, good riddance. But, yeah. So, yeah. I get it. I totally feel that. That is crazy, though. Like, yeah. your first cousin? Um, It's, like, cousin by marriage, but, like, okay. still, like, a cousin. I feel like if you have to explain it so it's not weird, it's weird. It's, yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. That's all I'm going to say yep. about that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that explanation. Yeah. I'm going to stick with that. Love but, it. Yeah. So I eventually, I like applied uh, to beauty schools up in Phoenix because I was like, I just want to move, start somewhere I've never, like I don't know anyone. And so I applied at Aveda down in Tempe up here. And I got accepted, but that wasn't until like later on. I think I had like four months until then. So I was like, why why is she get a job? (laughs) (laughs) And so I enjoy it while you can. So I got a job and then I moved up here and literally just started fresh knowing like hardly any people up here. Good for you. That's hard to do. And then I graduated and then I met, like Sam said, like I met her, her like first few weeks of beauty school. I was a baby in beauty school. It was crazy. I loved how you talked about how like you were always passionate about style and fashion and you just, it wasn't in the clothes because I think that oftentimes as women, like we don't think about hair and makeup as fashion, but it totally is. Like it's that whole elaborate, like what is your first impression? What is the image you're giving off? Like what is your, I hate using the word brand, but like what are you putting out there in the universe? And hair is like, always been my number one. I'm obsessed with my hair and every, I, I got told in fifth grade that I was too obsessed with my hair one time. And That's I was always, thing. but I was super con- like self-conscious about it because I mean, not very many fifth graders know how to like curl their hair, do their hair. And that True. was my girl. Like that I was me. did I it every day. It. Oh my gosh. I love it. <laughs> you wouldn't know not right now for my hair being like in a ponytail, but, um, it was like always my MO. And I feel like not very many women like know how to do that early on or learn how ever learn how to do that it's it's honestly it's ever it's like it gets in their head and then it really like you know kind of stops them from like trying themselves they're like oh like I mess up I fumble with it but hair is practice like every day we are getting better at what we're doing how we style like it's not something that happens overnight but um yeah back to that like you know your hair is your as a woman's shield almost like it mm-hmm. is kind of like our first impression like it's something that like we hold so like near and dear to like who we are it really represents us like I feel like my blonde hair is really like part of who I am oh, and for so many people I find that and so it's so awesome like what we get to do as hairdressers and like the fact that women and men trust us to like take like control of it's this huge such a trust thing. aspect. <laughs> it's a big trust thing. Um, it's just, it's amazing. It's like really what made me like fall in love with it is like the connection you get to have with your clients. It's such a people business. It's 100% is. I, I mean, like, I feel like uniquely a blonde thing. I don't know if it's not like, I feel like for me, if my hairdresser isn't blonde, I'm like, I can't go to you because you just don't understand it. But I get that other people can do blonde hair, but it's just like this weird trust thing in my head. But it's like my whole, I'm the only blonde in my whole family other than my grandma who's like that really unique, like literal white blonde and she's very Irish. It's, it's special and I treasure it. It's like really important to me. 
yeah, I was born like a blonde little baby and I have a Hispanic mom who has almost black hair. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um, I always looked like the little adopted child. (laughs) Um, but it was something like always that then people commented on it. They're like, Oh my God, how cute this little, like blonde hair, brown eyed baby, because Mm -hmm. that was like really unique unique to me. And, um, I like it became who I was like I love my blonde hair so much and it's like part of who I am Mm -hmm. and it like gives me spunk and so I always knew that like going into hairdressing I was like well at least I can relate to this like it really is who you are like I feel like it it really how you wear it how you color it how you style it like is actually really representative of who you are as a person like I know that that may sound weird to maybe some people who it's not important to but like for me being it's very important to me and how I present myself. And it totally changes the confidence in a woman when like their hair is done right in the way they want it to. Yep. And we do so many weddings and things like that. And you can tell like when someone loves their hair and they like get out of the chair and they fluff it around and they swoosh it and like oh, shake their that. head. It's the best feeling as a hairdresser. Their inner Beyonce comes out and mm-hmm. you just cue the music. And- <laughs> I love it. We come around with fans. Of, you have to. You should yeah. just like carry a minivan on you at all times. Oh, absolutely. Blue dryers. Yeah. Duh. We have our blue I didn't even think yeah. about that. I've I'm changed my hair idiot. so much that it's just like I had my blonde moment and I was like a super blonde, like a blonde, we call it blonderexic when <laughs> you're not a natural blonde and you just want to be blonder and blonder. More and more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is so true. And so it I, wasn't until I like look back at photos with like Sam and her sisters and like my blonde hair and my like pale skin, like blended together and I'm almost like why did no one tell me to stop being blonde like it looked really good at the it time. looked good at the time <laughs> if I had I told you <laughs> yeah right that's the great thing about having hairstylist friends around you exactly I dyed my hair black for a very hot second yeah I was a, I was an actress you I had did, your moment I say actress as if it was like a real thing but in I was in my high school musical and our dire- director made us dye our hair because all the dancers, we were, this is so bad. We did Miss Saigon and we had to play Vietnamese prostitutes in high school. Wow. So bad. And he was like, I want you all to dye your hair. And my mom about freaked out. Like for her, like me being blonde is also very important because she's brunette. She's like, you need to always be blonde. So like she started having me highlight my hair at like 10 because she's like, you can't ever go brunette. Um, and she thought that would happen. It never did. Um, so... <laughs> I dyed my hair black out of the box and it turned green and then turquoise and then purple. It turned all the colors and it was like this really weird in between green for a while when I had to get it stripped out. It was so bad. So, so bad. Uh, I actually have had nightmares of like accidentally turning my hair dark. Just remind me. I'll show you a picture. (laughs) It's really terrible. I looked exactly like my mom though, which is like a good thing. I pulled it off when it actually looked black. And it was like a brown, a really dark brown. But then once it started to turn all the weird colors, it was so bad. So, so bad. Anyways. So you guys met in beauty school, but like what sparked you guys to work together and do SNL trends? So we at the time worked in a commission salon and we were both getting so many weddings that I was getting like 15 person bridal parties. Wow. And obviously that's going to take a long time for one person to do. So I'd always be asking like Sam to help me Mm -hmm. and then it'd be vice versa. She'd be getting the same problem. And then we would like talk to other hairdressers that they just like hated weddings. And that was like what we like, I got into hair to style hair and so did Sam. And so we were just like, there's a need for this. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like how our baby was born. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So yeah, we went on from the same um, cosmetology school. Then we went into the, Lauren had been in a salon for a year while I was in school And so I kept connected with her in the salon. And then, you know, after school, I transitioned into that salon as well. So that led us to, you know, being in the same environment, same commission salon. And then, yeah, I feel like SNL Trends was born before we even knew what we were on to. Isn't it funny how that how it happens that way? It totally does. It's crazy. And then we started to realize, you know, like there were so many like hairdressers doing weddings out there with an assistant, um, which is totally fine. That's great, too. But we feel like every person in the bridal party should have like the actual hairdresser doing their hair. So we were like, you know, everyone deserves to have like a really good experience. So true. Let's just split it down the middle. Like that way, you know, we'll get more weddings. Like these people will have better, um, 
a better experience with us. And so that's how we like started teaming up because there was a need for more teamwork within the industry. Mm-hmm. I feel like overall, I'm sure you guys can speak to this. It's a really competitive market. Like people are just like kind of against each other for the business and that you don't see very much collaboration. Do you feel like that? Or is that just like an assumption that I'm making? No, there's definitely competition. Um, we've definitely been like on the other side of it, just being like, okay, let's be like more collab and not as much competition because we're totally not those kind of people mm-hmm. like that were like, we do better hair than you. Yeah. Um, we're always like looking to learn from other hairstylists. Like we reach out all the time and like, we'll like gladly assist like other hairstylists mm-hmm. still at this point in our like careers, like yeah. just to learn new things. Like when me and Lauren decided to come together rather than being like, you know, this is my wedding. Like these are like, I could make all the money from these 15 brides and, you know, it might take me all day long or like might have to rush through the service. Like we got more business when we started collaborating together and bottom line is in any industry, there is more than enough work to go around. 100%. And there's a reason why you're going to love your hairdresser for who they are and nothing will stop you from going to that person. Yeah. That's so true. I feel like we just need to believe that on a deeper level across the board when it comes especially to women empowerment and like bringing each other up. Like, why does it always have to be so competitive? Like, there's literally so much room out there for everyone to be successful. Like, only 14% of women, we were just talking about this at a conference this weekend, 14% of women hold leadership positions in companies and only 4% are CEOs. Like, that is such a huge market share that we have to expand. And like, that's just in like corporate America, you know, it's insane. So love that you guys are collaborating. Yeah. You know, everyone says it like nowadays, you know, women supporting women, but I think now everyone just has to start believing in it a little bit more. That's so true. I think that people are like, say, 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 but like more actually doing it. Um, so Tell everyone a little bit more about specifically SNL trends, like what you guys are focused on, especially as we're moving into this new year. I know you have some exciting stuff planned. So like, what is it and what are you guys doing? So we call ourselves like the dream team duo or like the freelance hairstyling duo. And it's really fun too. If like you see us at like hair shows or like any of our classes, we actually work on the same person at the same time Oh, for like shows. That's cool. Yeah. But like if we have like clients and stuff, obviously like split it down the middle for weddings. But yeah, for our classes and for like show hair, we like work on the same model. So it gets really interesting. Every girl loves like multiple, like getting your, like you always be the dream is like, the nails, the hair, like I got, I got extensions for a long time and I loved when like two people were doing my extensions at the same time. I was like, oh, I feel like a princess. Yeah. It's, it's that Kim Kardashian moment you dream about. You got mm-hmm. your makeup girl going, us two on your hair. Like it's so fun. So, so fun. So you do weddings and other events. Yes. So we do weddings. We do um, education as well. So that being like one-on-one education with our clients or being with like other hairdressers and beauty school or if they're in a salon. And then we also are um, part of the Air Force team for a product line here that is um, funded also by women only. It's called Air Professional. It just launched into 500 stores this January. It's the first ever crystal infused hair care line too. So that's really cool. You know, what does that mean? So it's infused with like amethyst and rose quartz, just um, different types of crystals for the different types of products. Mm -hmm. And just kind of, you know, it helps with the products. So, you know, in their air texture spray, it has amethyst. So that helps give some of like the powdery texture um, feeling to the hair, but also it's supposed to like, you know, clear the air around you, give the energy of the crystal. Um, So that's a really cool kind of like, you know, concept to the hair care line. Have you guys gone to like a crystal store or done any of that before? A little bit, especially because there's, you know, Sedona two hours north of here and there's like the big vortexes and crystal stores. So I feel like we've grown up like within the back of our mind. Um, Yeah. But it's it's crazy coming more up to like the surface of people like being more open minded to it. And Mm -hmm. so it's really interesting to like be a part of a brand that like has been thinking about this for the past four years, creating this product. Yeah, and to incorporate it into a product. That is really interesting. It's amazing. And it's like, we literally cannot keep it on our shelves and the stores can't even keep it in stock. It is like blowing up. Wow. That's incredible. We'll have to, what is it called again? Air Professional. Air Professional. Air with two I's. A-I-I-R. 
Yeah, I my favorite it. part about it is on the bottles they have affirmations, oh, which amazing. I think is like so genius for being in like the beauty industry, um, having this like packaging for a woman or a man that like you know you're using every single day, and then it has these words on it that like yeah. make you feel more positive about your day. I'm like that is genius. That is so amazing, especially for a women-owned brand like. That's just incredible. I love that they're, that they're doing that and that they own that. I feel like if you see a lot of the brands that are like trendy right now, a lot of them are owning that really positive aspect. Like something for She Factor, at least like on our social media and in all of our branding, like it's never, ever, ever going to be um, self-deprecating. Because I think that like ev- there's a lot of things that are like trendy out there right now that are like, oh, like I never leave my house or I watch Netflix all day or like I'm doing this. And it's like, why are or apologizing for everything? Like, why are we being self-deprecating when we like that just like exit on? Like, let's have more brands that are like words of affirmations and thing that things that build us up and make us more powerful. So Absolutely. I love that. And we're super into like manifesting. And so we've like manifested a bunch of goals like for 2020 and half of those are like coming true for us. So we're like really big on that and like super aligned with that brand when they're very into like self-care and taking care of yourself. What things are you manifesting? Can you share? So yeah, manifesting. I feel like we've really started. um, So yeah, we had a crazy start where like SNL trends just kind of, you know, evolved before we even knew what we were really doing. Um, and it was actually like our clients that were telling us, you know, like you should actually create a brand out of this and like, you know, trademark something and, you know, create a company. And so, um, from that, you know, like everything happened so fast. We started SNL trends. We left our commission salon. We started working out of, um, a studio cause we also cut in color as well. And so we each have our own studios, mm-hmm. one's in Chandler, Arizona, and then one's in North Scottsdale, Arizona. And so we were doing that while simultaneously like starting SNL trends. And so I feel like really this past year, we got to like finally take a second to sit down and be like, where do we want this to go? Like, what is our main focus? And so that brought us to like education. Um, So we've started educating at our beauty school of Aveda Institute Phoenix. And we go there every 10 weeks and we teach the students how to editorial style. So work on set with a photographer, a makeup artist, um, the whole team. So we educate with that. And then also this past year, we're starting to manifest consumer education. Which I really want to talk about because this is like my favorite part. Yes. And we are so excited about this because we feel like it's again another kind of niche that's not being tapped into enough. And we just kept seeing like from our own clients, like them leaving and they're like, oh my God, this is so amazing, but I'll never be able to recreate it at home. Or I wish I could keep you in my like bathroom so you could style my hair every day. I had a penny for every time I heard that when I'm sitting in a salon. Totally. And so we're like, um, we totally understand that. Like, I would love to tap you on the shoulder every morning and be like, let's, let's wake up. It's time for me to curl (laughs) your hair. But it shouldn't be like that. Like styling your hair should not be something you dread. It should be something you look forward to because it's that little like pick me up. It's like concealer. It helps you feel more Mm -hmm. awake. So like, why is it so hard for women to like embrace makeup and doing their makeup and not their hair. Totally. You know, it should be super easy and it should be something you look forward to and that you have a system to. So we've started to think about consumer education and how we can bring all of these tips and tricks that we learn as hairdressers and make them really um, consumer friendly, really like easy to do and that you have a system to every day feeling really, really good in your own hair. Yeah. It's so important. Like who teaches you how to do your hair? Like literally you're like, my mom doesn't know how to do her hair at all. Yeah. No one. And we're, we're lucky now, like with YouTube, but, um, I like grew up right at that cusp of YouTube becoming a thing. And so I kind of learned like when I was in seventh, eighth grade, like little things here and there, but um, you know, like people in their like older twenties kind of miss that almost just by like a few years. And so it's like, I didn't have it at all. Yeah. So it's like that little, like from when you were little, you didn't know how to curl your hair. And so you just assume now you don't know how to do it, Mm -hmm. but it's really, you know, just about giving yourself the time and not being too hard on yourself. Like nothing we do in life is like 
going to be perfect the first time. Yeah, that's true. Curling your hair <laughs> included. So what kinds of things are you guys thinking about? So we want to launch like a series of consumer classes. So like one will be kind of just like the basics of hair. Like I we've asked, like we've tested like some of our questions and what we'll base our classes on just on current clients and like friends and like just like simple things that like we think are so basic that like everyone knows people don't know mm-hmm. like just tips and tricks on how you should shampoo your hair how to spray in products washing your hair like conditioner like what sort of products to mm-hmm. use like literally all of that yeah like no one teaches you and we each go about like five days without washing our hair same and so it's like in <laughs> teaching like how you can do that and how to train your hair because i used to be an everyday washer and so just like sharing those tips and tricks where like we're like oh this is so easy because like being a hairdresser mind we're always looking for the next like complicated trend and like how to push ourselves further but like hairstylists teach like other hairstylists and no one is teaching consumers i just think that's it's so empowering that you guys are doing this and i think there's such a need in the market to do it and like i think it doesn't have to be complicated like literally anyone can do it anyone can make that part of their self themselves you know, their favorite part. It just takes practice and time. As you put this into practice, like, what do you want, like, the biggest takeaway to be for women as they learn about themselves and their hair? And, like, what is your mission with SNL Trends to take that to the next level? I I feel like I was kind of thinking about this one. Like, this one really, like, stuck to me because um, I feel like we've actually never really saw, thought about, like, our mission statement and stuff like that. And it is such a big part of, like, your brand and who you are. Um, but I feel like the bottom line to it is confidence. Like, that's the core of why I, we both love to do what we do is because it gives women confidence. Mm-hmm. Walking out of the salon with fresh highlights or a great blowout or, you know, amazing curls. And so, like, with our consumer classes and even down to, like, our styling for wedding days or, you know, proms, just any special occasion, it's confidence. Like, we want yeah. women to feel their best every single day and you know having your hair styled in a way that makes you feel really beautiful is gonna like change the outlook of your day yeah it so does like going out with a fresh blot it's like the best feeling in the whole world well, absolutely and like let's be honest like if you're on a girl's trip like the best part of getting like about to go out is getting ready and like you have your drink and you have the music going like that's like like the most fun part of like actually going out because like when you actually like, go out, like sometimes it's disappointing, but at least, <laughs> oh, at so least funny. like the getting ready part is like such a blast. And like we were just in LA this past weekend, and like we were like we're so excited to get ready for like this red carpet and like all this kind of stuff, and like filmed us getting ready, and we're just like. It takes us, like, obviously 10 times longer to get ready because we're always like, oh, let's maybe change this. Like, let's do this look. And <laughs> do then you guys maybe do each do other's this. hair? Do you do your own hair? Are you, like, super picky about it? No, it just, I think it depends. Like, usually we do our own. Sam always ends up doing my makeup because I can't do makeup. <laughs> <laughs> you always have that token friend. Yes. He does always, like, amazing at makeup. Mine is my friend Liv. Like, she literally does, she watches all the YouTube videos, follows all the people, like, has all the fresh brands. So, I, I'm not... obviously it's so much fun and for me i'm always like it's market research for me really like it's part of my job to know what the latest trend is what the best foundation is like i got my brows permed a month ago and i was getting it mean it like makes it's like an eyelash perm but for your brows so it like makes them super fluffy whoa i think the term that's being thrown around is brow lamination um they look so cool or something every day they do look beautiful thank you and i was like as I was getting this done, I was like, oh, this is so ridiculous. But it's market research. My clients <laughs> want to know about this. They want to hear about this brow lamination and what I think of it. And so, yeah, it's so fun. I feel like that's like even taking like your guys' brand and your business to another level. Like women seriously do connect so much over like getting ready, your hair, your makeup. Like it's this kind of deeper level of connection that we share with others. Like when we are spending time together getting ready or like doing each other's makeup or doing each other's hair, like as topical as that may sound, like it, it's the time, it's like that true authentic time that you spend with each other and seeing each other in the space of like you not being ready and moving into the space of being ready. Like 
that's a really vulnerable space for women to be in. And if you're vulnerably with another person in that space, that's a big deal. Absolutely. And if you think about it, like hairdressers are one of the only other people besides like doctors that are like physically touching you and like I think about that all the time dealing with like touching your personal space and like dealing with your hair like it's such a personal thing and like we hear things that like clients get like so excited to tell us and sometimes like we're like the first ones to know about something like major in their life happening and like it's such a special moment and it's just like like, so cool to be like go to therapies and like sometimes not go to therapy but also probably just be like psychologist but also be a therapist (laughs) oh Definitely. Yeah. Like, there should be a special, like, hair, add it to your list, a special hair therapist class. Therapy. <laughs> yeah. That's that actually, it really is. therapy is the name of my salon I go to in Portland. It's How called cute. therapy. That's so cute. But the hair at the Oh, I love that. That's Super so cute. good. Yes. Yes. No, but we really are. We're a little bit of a therapist. Do you feel like it's a lot sometimes? Like, having that, like, having people, like, confide in you so much? Like, is that hard? It just depends on the day. Like, sometimes you get some heavy news. Sometimes you get happy news. Like, it just really depends. But, like, we've been really good with, like, self-training. Like, we went through, like, with Aveda training. Like, they definitely teach you about, like, your chakras and how, like, your heart and your head chakra are, like, your most, like, ones that take a hit. And, like, if you think about it, like, your client sitting in the chair and, like, their head's right over your heart chakra. So, like... We call them like energy vampires or like clients. Like sometimes you'll have a client that just like sucks all the energy out of you and you're like exhausted for some reason after. So like they kind of go through like training, like how to like kind of reflect that stuff. So like it doesn't happen to you. And I think just with practice over the years, you get used to like being able to like deflect all of that, like bad energy and good energy. That's amazing that they think about that, but it's so true. Yeah, and it, it can be a lot sometimes, especially we both started off so young. Like, I was 18 when I went to beauty school, and I think Lauren was only a few years older than that. And so it's like, I haven't had to experience a lot of these things that people are telling me about, or, you know, I've just can't relate in the ways I want to. But in a way, I'm like so grateful for it because, like, I've like learned some really heavy news from my clients, but I've also shared some of like the best days with my clients Mm -hmm. and it's just like, and you get to make them feel good for their mm -hmm. best moments. Yeah. And it's, you know, sometimes you don't have the right words to say, but like, you know, just giving a good shampoo, like that's all you need to do. So, or just making them feel like beautiful and confident in a time that they're not. Absolutely. Um, I want to talk about how young you guys are not that that's like I feel like that came off really weird you're the same age as me I think how old are you guys I'm 22 actually 26 okay wow there's a bigger gap between you guys than I thought there was I'm 24 so I'm right in between you guys yeah um but what challenges have you guys faced I mean you just talked a little bit about maybe being on the back like behind the chair that some of those challenges but especially in growing the business and starting this journey. Have you guys had any specific um, challenges that you face because you are a little bit younger? Definitely people not trusting us because of our age. Um, I was, I graduated beauty school right after I turned 21 and Sam was young too. Sam was 19 when she graduated beauty school. So we both had, we kind of like lied about our age to clients because they would be like, oh, you guys are so young. Like, what do you know about hair? People do that all the time. Like in my last job, people would literally wear wedding rings so that people wouldn't like hit on them. People would lie about their age, but it's so sad. We shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. We both came up with an older age for ourselves in the salon. (laughs) And this is actually something I've like in the past like two years and stuff like become really passionate about because I like became a business owner and I started my first LLC when I was 20 years old. That's like incredible. And I would have never thought that was something that was even possible if it wasn't like for this industry. But yeah, like the first salon I went into, they, you know, the owner kind of put it into my head, like, Hey, maybe you should lie about your age and like, just make people assume you're a little bit older, you know, just so that they don't feel weird about it. Or, you know, like, think about your age associated with experience. And so it became something I was really self-conscious about. And I was like, you know, saying I was like 22 when I was 19. And um, then my stories wouldn't add up because like my my sisters are such a big part of my life. They're who I talk about a ton. So it's like my older sister's ages weren't like aligning with my age. Um, and it just became this like huge mess. And it was something I like always was really yeah self-conscious about. And then 
when, yeah, I had to like go off on my own and open my own studio, I like was like, wow, like this is really badass. Like I'm 20 years old and I'm, you know, starting my first business and it turned to something I was super self-conscious about. And now my age is something I'm the most proud of. I'm like so happy to tell people how old I am because I am so proud of like how far I've gone and like age is literally just a number. And if anything, like I'm like ahead of the game, you know, like I'm like, you know, I'm more passionate because I'm younger. I like have more drive, you know, I'm not distracted by um, other things around me. Like it's my time to grow. I feel like people are starting to embrace that more. Like, I think it was the same way for like me and my last job. Like they told us to take our graduation year off our, our LinkedIn profile. So our clients wouldn't know when we graduated, but it's like, duh, they can just literally look at our work experience. Like, come on. But still it's like, that shouldn't matter. They should want to work with me because I'm young. I'm mature. I'm motivated. Like I think now she factor has really given me a platform to own that. Like I can't tell you how many times people have walked up to me, especially even last week speaking at the conference that we did. They're like, wow, I can't believe you're only 24. I'm like, that means nothing to me, but I'm glad that you think that because it now shows them it really doesn't mean anything. Like if they don't see the age, then they don't, they don't see know. the age. Yeah. You know, I can take it like we definitely take it more as a compliment now because I'm just like, we're achieving things and like, the short amount of time we've been doing this that like it takes other people like 10 plus years to get to and so it's just like we are so hard on ourselves I think most of the time too we're like we've been really good this year with like we reflect on like everything that's been happening and we're just like oh my god like this is really happening like we did this like you guys are so lucky to have each other I feel like to have those conversations like I think that's the hard thing I mean I have those conversations with my mom all the time because we're business partners but um I think as like a individual entrepreneur, sometimes like being at the top is lonely and having somebody to rely on and like be able to share those experiences and those challenges and those tribulations, but also celebrate with like people forget about that. We, we live in a generation or like a time with social media. I feel like we forget to celebrate because no matter what, there's always somebody like making more money, doing better things, like doing things bigger or whatever, better. Or trying to bring you down for doing Yeah, that we forget to like sit back and like think about how like, yeah, even just like having a kick-ass week where you've like done, you know, 10 podcasts flown around the country. (laughs) Like that's so cool. Like Mm -hmm. we forget to celebrate it. Even doing like your guys' first podcast and like so exciting. So glad I get to be a part of that. But like I just think that it's, yeah, we do live in a world where it, it can be really tough. And it's awesome that you guys have done what you have at such a young age. And like, I totally commend you for it. And I totally feel all the things you feel too, because it's freaking hard. Absolutely. It's so weird because I feel like you never walk up to the oldest person in the room and be like, hey, how old are you? <laughs> but people have no problem walking up to the youngest person in the room and being like, how old are you? That's so true. And then being like, wow. Like, yeah, you're not going like, walk up to wow. someone who's old. Like, you must be an old soul or things <laughs> yeah. like that. And I'm like, um. If we had a dollar for every time, how many times people called us babies? Like, they're like, oh, you guys are such babies. Yeah. And I'm just like, why is this a negative thing? I like, broke that word from my vocabulary so early on. Like, I mean, I was president of my sorority back in college and it always drove me nuts when people would call like the incoming freshman babies. I'm like, they're not babies. Like they're literally only a year younger than you. And half the time they're not even a year younger than you. Like, yeah, you were there like what, three years ago (laughs) and not even like half the women that are in the sortie that like baby they're joining as a junior or senior, like they're older than you. So like, don't call them babies. Like they don't have any more experience than you do, especially life experience. Like, come on. It just, it, it drives me nuts because I think that life, ultimately should be measured by your life experience and the things you've done and how you've handled them rather than an age of, you know, oh yeah, you're 21. You've never done anything with your life. It's like, no, (laughs) at 22, I started business. Like, tell me if you've done that before. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, when you're younger and you're like fresh in the industry of whatever you're doing, you just still have that spark. Like people haven't, you know, hopefully like you haven't been knocked you yet. down yet or, you know, <laughs> like, you know, been like run down yet. Like you still have that like really, really, really like good drive in you. That's just, yeah. It's just that like, it's not passion and it's, there's a word that I'm thinking of, but it really is like, it's like your, 
You're just like a sponge. Like you're just like soaking everything up. Like we still go to classes. Like we still like do so much education as well as like teaching because like we just want to learn and become like a master of our craft. So it's just like if there's any kind of class like around, we're like, let's just go check it out. Let's go do this. Like if we have an off day, we're like, let's go do this class or let's go work on like more stuff for us. Like and then there's like our one days that we're like, we're not doing anything. Yeah. You need those days sometimes. Oh my gosh. Netflix is the way I recharge. Mm -hmm. Okay. Have you watched Cheer? Yes. Yes. Okay. You look like Lexi a little bit. I can see that. Like, is she the really, really blonde one? She's the really, really blonde one. Yeah. But like, it's like your mannerisms. I don't think it's necessarily like you, but like you have like a poise about you that I feel like she kind of has, but she's obviously a little bit more like like, she's sitting here in like a nice, like cheetah blazer and a like cute clip in her hair like obviously i don't see lexi like at the end she's like in rave clothes like not like that but like the ending to cheer was so interesting (laughs) right i'm like it was a little confusing like i used to do cheer a lot like the whole competitive circuit and i was really expecting a stronger ending of like where they were going and doing and considering how much they've been promoting it on all of their social media i was expecting a lot different ending after i started following all of them but but it was so good. Jerry. Love Jerry. Oh, he's so cute. Favorite. He's adorable. Hey, Sam him. was a cheerleader. Only for two years to get my <laughs> PE credit. Figured <laughs> <laughs> PE credit. Yeah. Yeah. She probably wasn't pulling a pulling a double full play out, whatever Definitely that Lexi not, was. Not that type of sort. <laughs> like maybe did a few of those. Um I was a flyer, so like the oh. really, really basic stuff. But well that's good. Um, yeah, no, mostly it's, just wanted out of actual PE and wanted a PE credit somehow. Well, I did cheer for eight years and I broke my back at 14. <gasps> oh my so gosh. So I look at that show and I'm like, how is their body still in good condition? Because like doing it for eight years, of my life literally destroyed my body. Like I cannot even imagine what their bodies are going to feel like when they're like, like in their thirties. Oh my like, God. Just it that. hurts me <laughs> just thinking about it, but yeah, it was Anyways. more just like all sports. I did volleyball growing up. So I was like, I got the height and went for it. Love it. <laughs> did you do never a sport? I like did sports. Like <laughs> I I did sports. Um like my parents put me in everything. They put me in soccer, volleyball, cheer, gymnastics, dance. Like yeah. I I was one of those kids that like wanted to try everything. I did ceramics class, like all the things, and that's where my parents are the best. And they literally schlepped me around wherever <laughs> I wanted to go, let me express all my creativities. <laughs> but really, you know, my biggest thing I had a passion for was yeah, like putting together other outfits and like you know like makeup things like that anything beauty which it's so funny that like I was so against being a hairdresser I was like no I don't think that's like for that's me how people usually are to begin with they're like against what their dream is that's, I mean it's literally how I was like I was like nope mom I'm not touching you like we are not affiliating ourselves bus- like in a business relationship at all ever. And like, I'm not going to own a business. I'm not going to run a business. I'm not going to be anything creative. I literally am everything I told myself I would not be. So sometimes you just got to have that moment. I think we're like, you're like resistant. afraid of our full potential. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe that is it. Um, what advice do you guys have for women out there in their twenties? Um, or, not in their 20s, but I feel like especially in their 20s, um, especially women who are like wanting to pursue something bigger than what they're doing now or follow a dream or passion that they have. Um, or just like, I, I love how curious you guys are. Like, like what advice do you have for, for women to be more curious about, you know, their hair, their style or whatever that may bring? That was a lot of questions <laughs> in one. So just like, feel free to just ramble like I did. I think advice, like I would, definitely give it's just like ask like the worst thing someone's gonna tell you is no and that's like a huge thing for us is just to like ask and either like just ask someone to like shadow them if like you're curious I'm going into that industry or just like do your research and the worst thing someone's gonna tell you is no it's not like they're gonna like be vicious about it like they're just like oh sorry I'm too busy or or just not respond yeah or just not respond but at least you ask and you put yourself out there I think so many women are so scared to like actually put their their themselves out there and so just being like confident in yourself and just just slowly doing things like that like Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person that I can literally go up to anyone and ask anything (laughs) 
it is what I admire about Lauren the most. I seriously, like, Lauren will knock down any door and ask anybody for anything. I love that. And still to this day, I'm like, shook i'm like oh my god that that worked like you we you literally just asked and it happened like and then i think about it and i'm like it's so simple but like this is like i feel so lucky to have her as a business partner because she is not afraid to talk to anybody in the room it and takes a very unique person i hope you know that like you should be proud oh, yeah i thought i, I was gonna be a person. pop star growing up like literally i was like five putting on like huge productions in front of my whole I family like sit down i'm singing a song <laughs> But, be a great salesperson. Yeah, I mean, so many you opportunities <laughs> have happened because, yeah, we just asked. And I feel like following from that is just starting. Like, just start just what you want to do. Like, stop thinking about it. Like, if we would have, like, thought about, you know, just, like, staying in the comfort of a regular salon environment and, like, you know, grinding out, just, you know, building regular clientele in that way, like, we might have, you know, been happy, but, like, it wouldn't have been what we, like, truly wanted to do. It's like a settling, like, content mm -hmm. feeling. It's not like, I feel like you don't know truly how passionate and full of life your life can be until you do follow your passion and we're really big love. on too if you're feeling uncomfortable that's a great thing because you are about to grow and like you'll get so in your comfort zone where you're just like this is fine this is fine this is fine like recently sam and i got put in a very uncomfortable position but it's like a growing moment for us where we were just like i hate this like what are we doing? And then we're like, no, this is a good thing. We have not been uncomfortable for a minute. Like we're stepping up into like our next level. Yeah. And that's like goes along with like just yeah, saying yes to any anything that comes your way when you're like growing a business. Like mm -hmm. there I it's so rare. And me and Lauren are just now getting to the point where sometimes we're like saying no just because it doesn't align with our brand. But, but like, that's an amazing spot to be in. Yeah. But even still, like, there's so many things that we, like, do throughout our day that aren't just behind the chair or, like, doing physical hair because, like, we say yes to every opportunity that falls into our lap because you have no idea, like, what door it will open. You don't know what you don't know mm -hmm. yeah, at the like, end of the day. Working with the style twins, like, you know, that opened so many doors for us that then, you know, led us to this podcast mm -hmm. with, like, a simple email introduction. And it would have been so easy to be, like no, like that's really uncomfortable to do a podcast <laughs> or like that's, I don't know. Like, you know, I mean, for me, like even just with the podcast in general, like I didn't ever listen to podcasts before I started doing this. And like, it has been a really, even me flying to LA and like interviewing people I've never met before and meeting them in person. And you know, it, I think that there's like this anxiety has kind of become like a like a buzzword in a way. Like I get that people actually deal with anxiety, but like people say all the time, like, Oh, that makes me so anxious. Like, Oh, I just feel so anxious about it. Or I have anxiety. And it's like that anxious feeling in your stomach is you growing. Mm -hmm. It's you doing something that makes you uncomfortable. That is helping you grow as a person. Even if at the end of it, it was something that was not good for you. Like you, you realized it wasn't suiting you or pushing you like that's fine. But at least you know that like, it's not anxiety per se. Like you're not taking medication for it. Like it's that comfort that's going to discomfort that's going to push you. I love that you said that. Yeah. It's been like kind of on my mind lately. So I feel it's, like everyone's been like, oh, anxiety, anxiety, anxiety in my life. I'm like, like is it an anxiety or are you just really uncomfortable? Yeah. Or do you just like not want, like, is that fear? Like I think as women sometimes like we have this like fear instilled in us of like, of really pushing ourselves outside the our comfort zone and being complacent with um, where they're at in their life. Like, why do we need to have a simple life? Why do we need to feel comfortable? Like, what can you open up beyond that? And how can your life be so much more amazing if you did just push yourself? Yeah, totally. And, but yeah, I think that's all like really good things. And we're getting, yeah, like I've, was listening to actually the Skinny Confidentials podcast. She's like one of my favorite yeah. ones. And I got she, to meet her at Create and Cultivate. No way. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's so cool. They just had their baby too. They did? So I don't follow her as much as I, I, I try to keep my Instagram life to a minimum as much as possible, but it's also hard because then I feel like I'm so out of the loop on things. Like I knew she was pregnant and didn't know she had her baby. I feel like it's hard in like the industry that you're in to follow other people in that industry. It is. Because it's not that I don't 
support them. Like I totally do. I think what they're doing is so cool. They're crushing it. They're killing it. But sometimes then you're like scrolling through your feed and all you're doing is comparing yourself to those people in your industry. I really, really struggle with that. Like I struggle with comparing myself to them. Not only that, but like also sometimes you just need a break. Totally. Like you need to stop thinking about those things, even it, even if it's not comparing, even if you're like, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Look at what they're doing. It's like, it's still a thought in your mind that you're having outside of you actually working. And like, sometimes you just need to give your brain a break and unplug, you know? Yeah. And we're all on a different path and that all looks so different. So like, that's what I hate about Instagram. It doesn't look like that. <laughs> no, it's all, it's highlight reel. Mm-hmm. But, but anyways, anyways, like, <laughs> um, Side note, I, I was feel like listening going and they had like Ed Milet on there. Who's also like a really good, like influential speaker. And he was saying that, you know, like being a perfectionist is kind of a cop out. Cause then you're always waiting for the perfect moment to like release your product and being the perfect time. And, you know, we don't have our consumer class nailed down of exactly how it's going to go or things like that. But we've like put it into the universe that that's what we're going to do. And even if it's not perfect when we're doing it, like there's something to celebrate that we even got it rolling. Uh, yeah. So Huge. I think just going for it, doing it and, you know, saying yes to every opportunity and then being kind along the way because so every mm-hmm. single industry you go in is so small like even just throughout the world like you'll know people that know people that know people and it'll always come back to how you treated that one person even if it's you know the like when we're on set even if it's the like you know photographer's assistant like that's the person you need to be the nicest to Mm -hmm. you know not everybody in the room is doing a really important job and I think those things will get you so far if you're you know young or trying to start a business. It's so true. I actually, the girl I had in here before we talked a lot about just like being kind and she's had a really tough go about, like she had an injury that basically held her. She hasn't been able to work for 10 years and like her injury happened when she was 18 and now she's 29. She's like, I finally am going to start being able to work again next year. And she's like, I'm so excited. But it's like, you never know what the person next to you is going through. And like, especially in an industry like beauty, like, that's a really tough place to be really judgmental of people and like to just naturally like fall in, I feel like fall into a negative mindset sometimes because it can be so topical. But like if it, if literally everything comes down to kindness, like that will bring you so far. Oh, completely. And like, there's been so many people we look up to that, like there's been like hit or misses or like we've met people and we're like, please be nice because if you're not nice, like it's just gonna ruin my whole image of you. <laughs> and like, there's been like so many hairdressers we've met, and I'm just like, you are the nicest person. And like, it's made me like love you like even more and yeah. look up to you even more just because you're just like up here and we're down here. Like, we're not on the same level, but, but they like, treat you like but you, you are. treat yes. And it's just like all about how you treat someone. So true. What? Um. How can people stay up to date with you guys and see all the amazing things you're doing and just follow your dream? Yes. So where we're most active on is Instagram. And so it's at s.l.trends. It was SNL trends spelled out, but everyone thought oh, we were. SNL. Mm. No, S A N D L. Oh. And everyone was like, oh my God, tell me about this sandal company. And I was like, <laughs> and we were like, what? <laughs> um, you know, I know we just ordered a lot of business cards, but we oh, need to no. change that. Yeah. Instagram is definitely where we're like, the most active on. So it's, yeah, s.l.trends. And then we just created a TikTok. So if you want to see our fun side. Can you guys please? We're trying to look for a 15-year-old that can teach us how to do all the cool things Um, on TikTok. We need a little intern or something. Okay, do you feel like She Factor needs to have a TikTok? Like, do you feel like that people our age are actually going to be on it? I mean, and like we're what trying we to be on it. You just post funny videos. We Honestly, do hair videos. We did fashion videos. My stepdad is owns a barbecue restaurant. And he's been like pushing my mom. Like you guys need to be on it. Mm-hmm. He posts barbecue videos. It's honestly is going to be the new Instagram. It's just it's raw. Like it, you don't have to think about it. You know, you just post something, and 
I think that's where like our clients are going to see the part of us where they always like ask for it kind of like, you know, like those funny, like goofy mm-hmm. things um, are like outfit of the days, you know, us at events. So just people like, like post stuff like that on it. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. yeah. You can post whatever you want. That's kind of like the beauty of it is like people post how to's um, like cute little dances. But I think it is like a really raw social media, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And so it's just fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, maybe you don't I'll have explore. to have an account to like scroll through it. Yeah, so I do have it downloaded on my phone just because like my mom and my them. stepdad send yeah. me so many. Yeah. I'm like, why are you guys the ones sending me these? Like, I feel like I should be doing that. But I definitely want to explore it. But I feel like I don't want to overwhelm myself with like, okay, now I have to do this. And now we have to add this platform. We like learn the most like basic way to use it. And like, that's about it. So like, we know how to hit like record and start a timer and add a song. So have you guys heard of the um, adopt? No. Okay, I feel like you guys actually do need one because, like, doing hair, I feel like it would be really helpful. Like, you could literally take a video of you guys doing someone's hair, but it's literally, like, you can stick it to any surface. Yeah, with LA this weekend, we're really big this year on vlogging our experiences. So we also have a YouTube channel, but we're not very active on it, but we're trying to be. I think I kind (laughs) of want to start a YouTube channel. Yeah, because also we kind of started by wanting to give like the behind the scenes of the hairdressing world like on set. So we've been trying to do more like vlog styles of just like photo shoots or classes because hair things are so interesting. And I feel like that's like a place where hair like people go to see hair. Totally. People doing hair, talking Mm -hmm. about hair. You could like integrate the vlog and TikTok probably a little bit. Could yeah, you? you can kind of like take videos kind you've of. already made and like do or like maybe snippets. do like mini videos that promote your videos on your vlog. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I've been thinking about doing it for the podcast and like maybe recording some of my podcasts or like my prep for them and like talking about them a little bit more. That would be a really good one. Like how you go from like your your podcast stuff and your like suitcase to getting it like all set up, you know, like mm-hmm. just little things like that. People like love to watch. Like, That's so true. It's so easy the- to go viral on TikTok too. Like we posted a fashion video are you that viral on you. tiktok one of her videos hit like three thousand views within like a few hours of us posting it amazing so i was like we're like trying to become tiktok famous so that will like carry over <laughs> please teach me the ways youtube actually i did we went to a conference and they had um, somebody from youtube talk about their influencer program and they are actually literally the largest media platform out there for YouTube influencers is? Wow. Like they have, I think it's like collectively um, like over 90 billion like uh, for reach total from wow. their influencer program. It's insane. You, I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to look it up. But yeah, YouTube and TikTok, I feel like are the new, not that YouTube, YouTube's always been a thing, mm-hmm. but I do feel like people still will continue to use it no matter what, whereas Instagram, I feel like can get really overwhelming for people. But anyways where people can see you aka instagram tiktok where is tic- is tiktok the same yes <laughs> little s dot l dot trends yes. yes um and then and then our uh, website too which okay. is s and l trends.com what is like a timeline you guys think for like the consumer stuff what is your goal because I know you said you haven't like really that's another big thing. Yet. We like setting timelines too. Yeah, so like I'm setting a huge, an end date. Huge timeline person. We lists were, and timelines. Yeah, I know it's hard because you like want. We're so excited about it, and we're like, we want it to come out now. Mm-hmm. But there's so many factors to it, and that's we're literally also, my life with everything. So yeah, I get it. we're also gonna be collaborating with the Style Twins, and you know, it's gonna be hopefully essentially something like how to elevate your hair um, yourself and how to elevate your style like off of you know just simple basics like you know something like how you can elevate your like white t-shirt and jeans and like how you can elevate your blowout to last you like three to four days I love that things like that so we're collaborating with it doesn't have to be like actual like platform like built out education you know you can just be small too yeah totally and it's going to be something at first that's intimate where people can really, you know, feel like they're getting like, you know, training from us. Mm -hmm. So 
We were kind of thinking springtime, but now we're thinking October might be the perfect time to launch it because there's a lot that goes into it. And you yeah, know, and yeah. But until then, we'll be posting little tutorials on our like IGTV, and um, we do some like on our actual Instagram stories just to kind of like start getting the feel out there for what consumers want to see from us. Yeah, I love that. Well, everyone should go follow them and follow their journey. You guys are so awesome, and just like congratulations on everything you've accomplished because it seriously is so amazing and everything that you guys are doing too is so, so important and rare. So thank you for doing that and for empowering women in that way. I'm just really excited to see it all. Thank you for having us. I know. Thank you so much. Looking for more than a weekly dose of She Factor? Find us on social media at The She Factor or head to our website, thesheefactor.com to keep up to date with all the trends on our blog and daily She email. Still want more? Subscribe on our app for access to live events near you, special offers from our brand partners, and lots of exciting tools to help you launch your life. Thanks for listening and see you next week.